Hi, I'm Jeremy Kirk, Executive Editor with Information Security Media Group. Zero Trust is a methodology designed to isolate possible attack vectors, but how to implement it raises many questions. I'm speaking today with Darren Rolls, who's Chief Technology Officer at SailPoint. Thank you for joining me, Darren. Thank you, Jeremy. Pleasure to be here. So the concept of zero trust has been around for a long time. Are organizations increasingly embracing zero trust principles? Yeah, I think it's, um, it would be hard to live in uh, technology and specifically in security and not uh, run into that buzzword on an almost daily basis. And I think it's uh, certainly has raised itself today um, to that uh, state of being almost a let's say a buzzword and a moniker for rethinking security. Uh, it's very rare to have a discussion even with a CISO today, uh, not just with a security practitioner where uh, the the word zero trust doesn't come up and the uh, things that it strives for um, uh, are not uh, very much the topic of conversation. So um, it, I think most folks are trying to move there for sure. And how is zero trust being applied to identity and access management? What are you noticing out there? Well, I think, um, uh, so maybe this, first of all, um, break down zero trust just a little further. I think the idea that we assume compromise, that we are comfortable to some degree with the idea that the perimeter uh, is no longer, the, the network perimeter is no longer the ultimate defense. Uh, what we're basically doing is retreating back to the control point around the application. And so uh, application security and application access is the business of identity management and identity governance. Specifically, it's our job to understand who somebody is, uh, what they should or what they do have access to first, um, uh, whether that access is appropriate, so what they should have access to, and then how that access is being used. And those sort of three pillars, if you like, current access, desired access and and usage, the core tenets of, of identity governance are very much uh, principles that are required for any form of zero trust. As I say, retreating back to uh, an application uh, level boundary, if you were, uh, to to create a last stand, as it were. So so yeah, it's it's a key it's a key part of how how we uh, address zero trust for sure. And as far as implementing a zero trust project around access to applications, how do you go about ensuring that there's not a lot of user friction and that users are comfortable? Are there any any bottlenecks around this? Well, there are. I would say that uh, one of the fundamental principles of adopting zero trust means having a good understanding of uh, least privilege and least privilege is obviously an academic term that's been bounced around for gosh you know 20 or 30 odd years uh, around the idea that we only give people access to the things they need uh, to get their uh, their job done that in itself could potentially cause friction for a user if i've only given you uh, access to what you need today the the question is can you get access to what you need tomorrow. And so um, identity governance and identity and access management is such a key part of how we do that. 
if I can make it frictionless for you to request new access, or perhaps even be uh, automatically provisioned that access uh, based on uh, known behaviors or based on peer groups, uh, knowing that uh, you know an FX trader in a certain country, usually on a Wednesday, has access to you know these three applications. I can sort of frictionlessly give you access to what you need in accordance with that least uh, privilege principle. And so I think if we, if we again come back to least privilege, only having the things that you need, to so don't carry around your life savings in your wallet because you know you, someone may come and take it from you. That that uh, good control over the life cycle of an account and being able to provide the end user uh, with the ability to request and rapidly gain access uh, is such a core part of, of, of how we support least privilege and, and how we achieve zero trust. And then on the defense side, because you're watching all of these metrics of what users are doing, where they're from, it offers a lot of capability then to notice something odd. Yeah, very much so. I think the I, I'm always slightly reserved about using you know that the AI term, you know, machine learning, using what are fundamentally technical building blocks. You know, the names for tech pieces of technology to um, imply solution. But um, using that technology does enable us to better understand baselines of access and baselines of behaviour. Uh, in order to identify unusual behavior. We uh, use that, that same technology uh, applied to the identity management infrastructure as well. I mean, for example, if you see um, very unusual password change, password reset, password recovery behavior coming uh, from an individual or a group of individuals, it can, it can give you a very strong indicator of compromise or attack or, or, or some greater sense of detection so definitely you know we say baselines and norms are, are just a critical part of how we now have to manage because again we've come back from that network perimeter we've retreated back to the application and we're watching it like a hawk right we're, we're, everybody is at the at the network security monitoring level at the access and identity level um, and at the um, user sign on an SSO level, um, we're kind of all watching and looking for unusual behavior as an indication of compromise. And I think it's just how you have to do business today when you assume compromise. Yes, absolutely. And what would you say are some of the key takeaways that you've seen um, in successful zero trust identity and access management projects? I think it's. Um, I think if there is a good understanding of the critical role that identity plays, first of all, I think that again we weren't the first in the appsec world to jump on this moniker. Um, I think the you know the uh, the network layer was was faster to get there, as it were, from using it as a term. Although when uh, John Kinderbag and the others defined it, they were most definitely not just pointing at, at the network tier. I think uh, successful projects understand the significant, extremely significant role that um, identity is going to play in in securing that. I think if, if a, a company, an organization also is already on a path of adopting identity governance, 
Uh, and by that identity governance for those that, that don't know, I, I mean understanding, you know, who does have access, um, who should have access and how that access is being used. Um, if you're already down that path, you're already taking steps towards zero trust. So a lot of the time what we're doing is we're reorienting our IAM projects, which sometimes sort of live in a discrete area of the organization under under IT operations and not relative to security. And we're reorienting it back to, uh, towards this goal of security um, and, um, and gaining the benefit there. So I think, um, you know, organizations are already thinking in that way. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Darren. I appreciate the chat. Excellent. It's a great pleasure. And um, it's a topic we love and always, always happy to comment. I've been speaking with Darren Rolls, who's CTO at SailPoint, about zero trust. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Jeremy Kirk.